0: welcome to the art of the dive it's here ladies and gentlemen the last game week of the year game week 38 plus is coming in on sunday it's thursday early morning we've got jake who's just worked eight days in a row he's feeling really good jake how are you buddy sad just too much work huh
1: Uh, This is a rough week all around, just not good.
0: Is it coronavirus?
1: Uh, No, no coronavirus, I'm still hoping I shouldn't say that.
0: World hunger? (laughs) Is it world hunger that's bothering Uh, you?
1: No, no, I mean fantasy was a disappointment. I thought I had like Ah. a pretty decent week.
0: Uh, Well, I don't know, I mean not as decent as mine. Oh, it's hilarious that I had one good game week and now everything is okay. It yeah. really is. It's like yeah. it's the
1: game week you were wanting. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I've been complaining for a long time that I haven't had many good game weeks this year and I finally had one good one. Um, we're recording pretty early today. We actually, I had an alarm set for 5.45 a.m. because you've been working night shifts. So, the only way for us to do this was to do it early. Um we're recording a little after that because your work stinks sometimes but um yeah so we got to bring some energy Jake I mean you've only been working 8 days in a row on are you doing 12s or 13s
1: They uh, they're 12s but they sometimes turn into longer
0: Yeah so I mean really you shouldn't complain it's not like you've been working that much Agreed Right yeah. okay Um all right so it's the last game week of the year Jake um the, the final countdown, as I like to say. Um, you sing the song in the background while I talk about it. Uh... <laughs> Wait,
1: that, was, that wasn't right. Dang it. Dang it.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't... All right, uh, the second time was better. The first time was not even close. <laughs> You've That's never what, heard that. Well,
1: sleep deprivation a real thing, kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a final countdown. <laughs> I think I was close. Got it. Got it. <laughs> um, so it's pretty. I don't know how you feel, Jake, but I always feel going into the last game week of the year almost like a sense of relief. I. I I don't know I've talked about this a lot I love the game and then I have a very love-hate relationship with it and so there's there's points in the year where I get I think we all do get really worn out with it and so game week 38 to me is kind of fun because it's just like all the games happen at once we have a couple days before uh, the end of the game week this year so we have some time to finally in this fray like think about the our teams a little bit think about the direction that we're going and so I don't know. I feel almost just a, for the first time in a while, a little bit of relief, just like, okay, this is it. Going to throw together a final team and uh, and then it's over. Um, kind of a put me out of my misery situation. How are you feeling about the end of the season?
1: I think I need to be put out of my misery now. Um, you, I, I somehow have gone from first in our league to third. Um, I'm no longer in the top 50K which was kind of the goal I set after the restart, everything fell apart this week. And, you know, I just didn't feel like it was that bad of a week for me. That's the worst part. So, um, Hmm. I mean, the last week could be some redemption, but I'm worried because, you know, no no clean – or sorry, no free transfer, no unlimited transfers for me. So, that makes me really worried.
0: Yeah, a lot of people have chips that they're going to be playing this last game week, whether it's like triple captains, bench boosts, free hits. Some people I've seen even have wild cards left, which I don't know, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be tricky. We'll get into that a little a little bit here um, when we start talking about kind of game week 38. And I think the big focus this week is going to be that free hit and the use of chips um, and kind of how to navigate an end of end of season match like this and a little bit of some stats that kind of go along with that so um let's talk a little bit about our teams jake you've mentioned on multiple occasions now about how you're sad which is is good uh good energy for the pod um talk to me a little bit about how your team did this week
1: um well we'll start with the points i guess so 63 uh the average was 53 um i got returns from eight players i mean is that something where like you usually red arrow i don't think that's, so right no that's like, pretty no. that is
0: pretty crazy yeah if you have eight eight players that got at least something right yeah
1: yeah clean sheet or an assist um mm-hmm. that's that's how my week went you know a little bit confusing much like my life um so i i don't need i was like i feel like i should just end there like i'm am i happy am i sad i don't know
0: what was your game week rank
1: um um 1.7 so 1.7 mil like is that that bad i guess it is
0: yeah it's not terrible either yeah i think that this was one of the first game weeks where um at least in in kind of looking at it like so, so my team has a number of like different players than your team for example and a lot of people had I, I think are kind of split between their team makeups like they kind of have a team makeup like mine where maybe you have a couple of Liverpool players um, or you know a, t- a team more like yours I don't know it's just it, it, it I don't know what to tell you it is weird eight returns or eight eight players getting returns into to be on a red is really unusual. Um and probably frustrating and hilarious. I mean, fun and hilarious. For me. Yeah.
1: I think the yeah. Liverpool Chelsea game really hurt me. Like waking up and seeing like seven goals scored, I was like, "That's not going to be good." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and yeah. then I thought Mo yeah. being my one player having like you know an assist and that's it. You're like, that's not usually what you expect when you see Liverpool right. has four goals. You're like, well, Mo's going to have at least like two returns, at least a goal and an assist out of that,
0: but. Right, but he didn't.
1: Nope.
0: So, but he yeah. didn't. His uh, his XG actually for the game I was reading was was actually quite low. People were going crazy about how like, oh, he's missed multiple sitters. I think his XG was like around 0.3 or something. Yeah, that's um, low for
1: him. I I mean, I'm I'm kind of already over this season. You know, I guess I shouldn't be talking about that because everyone should be jacked for game week thirty eight. But I'm like kind of over it now. This this was like a a kick in the gut. Yeah.
0: More like a kick in the in the butt.
1: Yeah, kicking the butt, kicking the gut, in whatever the balls. in the balls. Yeah, it's kind of how it felt. So,
0: um, what about you hey. though?
1: How'd your game week go?
0: Oh, that was cute that you brought me in like that. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Tastes um, bad. my my game week went well. I, I've um, I've only had I I've I whined about this a couple times uh already, but I've only had. I think, let's see, I think only like three three really good game weeks now, including this one in the year. And to me, like a, I would say a, a very good game week uh, is like if you're sub 500K, right? Like game week rank, I would say that's a very good game week. So I, I guess I've had looking at my game week. Okay, so this would be my fourth um, and I haven't had, I just, lately it's been pretty rough. So I was really looking for something. I finished on 88 points, which I'm a uh, game week rank of 120 K, which is, uh, is big for me at this point in the year. Cause I've had some rough runs. Uh, and the only reason I really, I really had the game week I did was cause I captained Sterling, um, who has of course the, uh, the goal, the assist, the bonus points, um, and the penalty missed, but, uh, then rebounded that and scored the second goal so um so sterling uh was big for me and then obviously trent alexander arnold was was big for me to have um doherty was big for me to have and then i started uh sais but he didn't play and i actually had made a transfer um and brought bardsley in this last week who got bonus points and finished on eight so he was my sub um, and then some solid one-point returns from Van Dyke, Fernandez, and Rashford, who are supposed to be heavy hitters for me, but um, we're not. De Gea with, with nothing, uh, Vardy with nothing. Um, so really, I had like a lot of guys that didn't return, but I just got Sterling right and and lucked out with Alexander-Arnold. And then, of course, the the sub coming in of Bardsley. So. Um, all in all pretty good and and green arrows all around for the first time in a really long time and up to 51,000 overall. So not, not good, but respectable overall rank. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about today, Jake was this, this comes up basically every year, probably twice a year. And I think we've talked about this multiple times on the podcast, but this whole idea of the luck versus skill debate and at first I kind of rolled my eyes at it, right? Like, so I guess let's frame it. Okay, we'll frame it. So there's this this kind of argument within the community that, you know, FPL is more skill or FPL is more luck or whatever, right? Um, and we've talked about it quite a bit and we've, we've even, there's been some great threads or great like stats that have been released on um, probability and, and versus luck versus skill. And we've talked about all those things, but I, I just wanted to weigh in one more time because I do have a pretty strong view on how I think FPL kind of works. And, and I know everybody looks at it a little bit differently, but for me, the game is, is simply just a game of probability. Um, and what you're trying to do is is just ensure that you have the best chance of being successful given the budget that you have. You could think a little bit like you, you can look a little bit at the players as as like stock options is what I kind of like to think. So, like a, a player is is worth a certain amount of value. You want to buy him at a point in the season where you think that uh, you know his performance is going to increase. Um, and then some of us play where we try to build value in those players and and then maybe maybe dump them off. but you know this kind of this luck versus skill debate to me is is kind of goofy and like people get really wound up about it i I think it's pretty clear that there's aspects of both in the game are there not?
1: Yeah, that's how I would look at it.
0: I mean sure. there's aspects there's aspects of both in any game, right There's aspects of luck and skill in the game of soccer. So, all luck is, is a term used to describe uh, the, the non-predicted or non-percentage predicted results. Is, is it not? Agreed. So, like, there's no certainties in the game. You're literally playing a game on a grass field with a bunch of grown men running around chasing a round ball. Okay, stop pretending like you can, you can drill it down into an exact science that you can get right every single time. That's stupid. It, there's, but, but we can get pretty close with like predictions and, and percentages using different models. So this whole like luck versus skill thing, I'll just give you like an example. I wanted to share this example and then I'll, I'll be done ranting about this. But two examples and the two things that I highlighted with my team were Captain Sterling and having, um, Uh, Phil Bardsley come on as a sub, okay? So Bardsley, I brought in on my transfer last week. I looked at the stats, I said, I think Burnley is a good team to bring in. They're playing uh, Norwich. Uh, I'd love to get a player to play against them. So that I think is a piece of skill, right? You're looking at at the lineups, you're looking at the players, you're looking at the statistics, and I picked Phil Bardsley, okay? Uh, The fact that he got two bonus points is luck. For me, that's luck. I, I didn't, uh, he doesn't have, hasn't had a lot of bonus points this year. He doesn't have more or less bonus points than a lot of his defenders from Burnley and in, in, like Long or Phillips in the same price range. Uh, but I, I went with Bardsley, okay? Because I thought he was the most likely to for sure play. So that's luck. And then you could argue that like I arranged him first on my bench. Okay, I picked the right players. Wolves got a clean sheet. So Saïs being in my starting lineup was a good pick. He was first off my bench. Uh, So that's skillful, right? But then maybe lucky that Saïs didn't play and Bardsley comes on, right? So I, I think that there's just aspects of both, right? We could do the same thing with Sterling. You know, the quick version of it is like, Anytime you put the captain ban on a city player, there's a chance they don't play. Statistically, Sterling's been very, very strong. So there's a skill aspect in saying, I'm picking Sterling. But what you're doing is you're rolling the dice, right? It's a probability game. For me, I thought there was a good enough probability that he starts and plays. So I put the captain ban on him. That's a piece of skill. Am I maybe lucky that he gets some returns or misses a penalty and it bounces right back to him? Of course, there's some aspects of luck in there, but it's just probability. Okay, sorry. My rant is over. I'm done with that.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: You, you don't have any comments on it? Not really. Are you that broken? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, I just had to get that off my chest. I, I guess I don't, what I don't like is the people that argue it, you know, in absolutes. I just think it's really goofy and um, Yeah that's my two cents now you know
1: what do you think it's more luck or skill how about that okay
0: yeah yeah I, I mean I don't I don't want to put a percentage on it but I think that there's um you know I think all if you're playing the game not just like a random idiot where you're like I'm transferring in the next player that I put my finger on and I close my eyes like that would be lucky right but if you're looking at at the stats of players at the stats of the teams that they're going against if you're trying to develop some sort of trend in your mind uh and and have a framework for how you make your decisions that's that's skillful that's what that is um some people are obviously better at it than others right we clearly suck being ranked 50k but there's some people that are very good at it and and um you know those those people are more skillful. Um, the proof is the proof in it, Jake, is that there's people that every year, f- that have played this game for twenty years and have finished in the top hundred k every time or whatever, right? Like consistency and results. Okay, so they have some sort of model they use. That to me is is a piece of skill. Wouldn't you say?
1: I agree. I think it's a little bit more skilled than luck i was just curious and if i was in first place in our mini group then i feel like you would have said luck
0: but who knows that's just not true (laughs) um okay let's look at the slack team quickly uh shout out to gaz it's been a it's been crazy right this this year and um doing a really nice job managing it in our slack channel um and of course this last game week is tough because the team's on free hit so uh, the Slack team had 70 points, so pretty solid game week. Um, game week rank of a million. Um, unfortunately, the team had slipped for a couple of weeks, but this year back onto a green arrow and up to a 43K overall. Uh, Ederson in goal. Trent Alexander-Arnold with returns. Doherty with returns. Pujic saving them. How how about that? That guy has screwed me the whole year.
1: Yeah, he's like uh, the new son.
0: Yeah, he is kind of like son. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even want to talk about that. I fucking hate him. Anyways, uh, KDB with a return, uh, Mane with a return, um, Captain Fernandez failed, but still had Greenwood, um, up top for a return in Ings as well with that missed penalty that really helped us non-Ings owners. So, uh, yeah, so solid, solid little game week for the Slack team and, and up to 43K. So, um, anybody that's involved in that, make sure you check it because, uh, we're trying to sort that free hit team out and there's a lot of work to do with that uh i know it's it's evolving and it's fast and gaz is gonna have to make some decisions here i think for the team especially with the with the game week 38 deadline news um that might be a little tricky but um 2.0 says how satisfying does it feel to have finally clambered above the dive slack i don't think i have have i have you
1: uh nope we're seven points behind well you're seven points i'm ten points so it's close but yeah we're still behind the slack team
0: dang almost maybe maybe then marco will matter again make marco great again am i right
1: (laughs) make marco matter again
0: (laughs) uh mmma you gotta love it um should we do leagues quick yeah we can do leagues Okay, which one do you want to do, PSL or Dive? I'll do PSL
1: because I don't want to read as many names off.
0: Okay, all right, I'll do Dive first here. Uh, In 10th, for Peter's sake, uh, in 9th, Sean Cronery. In 8th, E equals MCFC squared. In 7th is Delirious. 6th, TBC. In 5th, Back Stronger. In 4th, FPL Sharkbait 11. In 3rd, Byron uh, Bislik. I think that's right. And second, uh, Riggs Rovers. And in first, maintaining the top spot with a game week score of 98. Izzy, Wizzy, Get One, Busy. Uh, Overall uh, rank of 302 right now. Um, Yeah, and and game week rank of 35K. So, uh, really nice performance there. Um, Jake, you want to do PSL, top league in the world?
1: Yep, top league in the world, number five, Marco Doesn't Matter um support that number four
0: no 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 (laughs) shout out nick zupan okay keep going all
1: right number four i can't pick my captain uh it's actually molly's team she picked her captain right this week though with doherty well done uh number three show me the moon year number two Loftus cheeky nandos seven points behind delirious emma fpl
0: whoa so emma's make emma took the the win this week huh
1: yeah she she beat him by five this week which puts her lead up to seven so it's gonna be an interesting last week
0: Mm. all right good luck to all good luck to all i don't really give a shit if anyone else does well i just want to be better than everyone but it's probably not not gonna happen so um it, oh i that came up the other day jake like somebody brought up that we've said on the pod before that the only reason we have a pod is so that other people listen to us and then fail and i was like yeah i've been very open about that i'm not I'm not i'm not gonna like gonna make anything up i i just i want other people to do poorly that's why we started a podcast
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah oh and to get rich
1: yeah which we're open uh, about as well
0: Right, yeah, we're pretty honest guys. Um, let's get into game week thirty-eight, Jake. We we actually don't have as many questions this week. The last two weeks have been insane, and I think maybe people are a little uh, a little bit worn out. So, um, we we do need to talk about the free hit though, because a lot of people are going to be free hitting now. Just so everyone knows the situation, I have uh, my free hit, and you do not, right, Jake? Yeah, sad, <laughs> sad, sad face, Jake uh yeah so i will be using my free hit um you will not but let's talk let's just start with like because a lot of people still have their free hit let's talk a little bit about free hit structure and and maybe what to focus on going into the last game week of the year so let's start with team shape and and teams to kind of or let's start with kind of teams to target well i know that this is like maybe a little basic because most people know what they're targeting by now but I mean, what are, to you, Jake, what are the biggest matches to go after?
1: Well, I mean, I think you got to do Man City um, just because they play Norwich, the worst football team in the league, um, and Man City are just the second best football team in the league. Um, I still think even though this game doesn't really mean much for either team, I like Liverpool against Newcastle. Newcastle have not been very good since the start defensively. Uh, And then I'm a little bit interested in Spurs versus Palace. I think Spurs have a little bit to play for. I'm sorry. I've just been sleeping during the day the past seven days, so I don't know if that's true, but I think so. Um, So those are the three big ones in my opinion um and then some ones that may have some interesting wild cards to me i would say burnley defensively against brighton maybe Mm -hmm. like an obama yang with arsenal playing watford that could be interesting as well so
0: okay yeah let's dissect a few of those games just to kind of to focus a little bit more on that and i think that there's no doubt right the city norwich game is the biggest game and and any team news on that would be incredibly helpful to know who's starting right to get your your guys out there um you know my kind of thought with and we can go through these players a little bit my thought on the top three players in that team are sterling uh, kdb and david silva are probably the three just because I think the it, three of them will play.
1: Is it KDB anymore? Like Katie, I feel like I'm just bleeding points with KDB lately.
0: Well, I mean, I would say so. So statistically, he's been he's been pretty strong in terms of um uh chances created for them. Um unfortunately, they haven't necessarily turned into um right? Like turned into returns. Uh, he's also one assist away from, uh, Thierry Henry's assist record of 20 in a season. Um, so you have to believe that, like, I know that like pep, pep is very openly doesn't love his players, like chasing records like that. But, um, you gotta think that he's going to probably be in the lineup and there's a lot of time, you know, for these, these guys between this last game week and the next, um, and doesn't, I mean, then we have Champions League, right? So Pep's going to want them sharp. I mean, if you look at KDB's heat maps, it's like right outside the 18. Uh, you know, he has a pretty low expected goals, but a, a decent expected assists over the last couple game weeks. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Who else would you go with? Would you go with like Mares instead?
1: Yeah, I'm a little bit more interested, but it's hard to know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's hard with Maras because he hasn't played ninety minutes. Like he's played once, I think, or something, since the restart. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's kind of a downer. When I mean, he he's obviously more explosive. He can do that. You know, I'm trying to figure that out. You know, obviously, I think the key is to try to see if we can get any early team news on Sunday, uh, because that would really, really determine that. Yeah. I, I mean, when you line the two of them up together. Mahrez over the last four game weeks has um, an expected goal of about 1.5 expected goals to KDB's only 0.25, but then KDB has an expected assist of almost two. Um, Mahrez has an expected assist of about one. The issue is just the minutes right yeah. so I, minutes guess to per. Me, I
1: I like your fact on the assist thing but I think that there might be a way to like get better players in that might score more points for cheaper it depends I mean it definitely depends but I think I th- I would for sure target Sterling and then I would maybe look elsewhere and then come back to see if I can get KDB in as well
0: mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Silva last probably last game for City does that I think it's a hold any weight a, for you.
1: I think it's a little bit of a trap. I think there's other players that are better at that price point.
0: Interesting. He scored.
1: Um, a lot, hasn't he scored a lot of free kicks recently? Like that's hard to know. If yeah, he'll do that, that again. is un.
0: That's unsustainable for sure. And actually, hasn't. Um, in terms of like chance creation, is uh, he has three assists, but I think he's only created three big chances over the last four game weeks or something like that, mm-hmm. or five game weeks. So. Um, that's pretty unusual for those all of those big chances to be converted in that manner Um, okay so that's the city game we have some ideas at least and again i think it's really going to come down to like can we get team news there's some talk that maybe somebody will but but i don't really know like if you know that that's something i think worth just mentioning quickly is these like this early team news has been talked about and you really got to be careful online with like the in-the-know accounts, right? The, that's what they call those accounts. Um, because people have been making fake accounts and then, um, you know, like posting information that isn't true and it has influenced people's, people's choices. Um, I will be making a fake account and uh, multiple fake accounts, burners, uh, and I will be posting so much fake in-the-know information. Just so everyone knows. But you won't know it's me.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good plan. You know, we didn't actually. Well, should we talk about like the Leicester Man United game? Because there's so much riding on that. I didn't even think about that.
0: Well, yeah, we'll we'll get to that, Jake. We'll we'll get get to to it. it. Okay. okay. I think we should do the big hitters first for matches. The big hitters. Uh, okay, next big game I think that's worth talking about is the Liverpool-Newcastle game. Uh, and you're right, Newcastle has, has been one of the, the poorest teams in terms of defending, um, especially over the last few game weeks, and they look to still be injury-ridden. We, we obviously haven't had the, the press conference, but um, they had a, a number of players out in their back line. And they'll likely have more. So um, I like the idea of a Liverpool attacker, and I think a Liverpool attacker is potentially captainable as well. Um, even though I know that, like you had mentioned, um, some frustration with uh, with Salah. Um, statistically, he has been he has been pretty decent. Uh, his heat map has him like a, in the box a lot, uh, which is very promising. He has an expected goals of of like a little over three and a half over the last four game weeks. Um, but meanwhile, has only scored a couple goals. So his delta, the difference between the two is like a goal and a half, um, which suggests, of course, that um, he's trending. Uh, eventually, will have to trend back. And you'd think a match against a team like Newcastle, um, maybe a match for something like that. Mane, I think, is another really good option. His stats are, are just as good as Salah's. Um, expected goals are a little bit lower, but has has uh, a little bit better in the assist category. What are your thoughts on attackers? And then maybe if you want to mention Liverpool defenders, Jake.
1: I think you target Trent for sure. Like I think he's a pretty much must own for this game. And kind, of, I kind of like the idea of trying to see if you can fit Robo in as well. Um, Newcastle, I think, have a lot of injuries up front too. So and then. I think it depends who you can afford, but I think it's got to be Salah or Mane personally. Um, you know, this game today yesterday, oh man, the, the game yesterday where it was like five goals from like neither Mane or Salah, pretty rare, pretty yeah. strange. I don't think that's going to happen again.
0: They had a team expected goals of only like 1.5 or something. Oh, it was crazy. actually because really, they hit some screamers, right? Um, which are really low. I love when people are like, this is absurd. This is why XG isn't a thing. And I'm like, how often do you see players strike balls from 25 out? Like just that rip the fucking net off. Like almost never. That shot almost never goes in. Uh, That's why it's a low XG shot, idiot. Um, Liverpool are joint second right now um, for big chances conceded over the last four games. Level with Norwich uh, Watford, and Crystal Palace. Does that concern you at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, it does a little bit, and that's where, like, it might be... You know, It's really hard, because you got to start building your team and seeing where you're going to spend the funds. You might want to just say, hey, let's just go with one Liverpool defender to keep it a little bit fresh and make sure that if I lose a clean, I'm not getting absolutely destroyed. Mm-hmm. But... Um, that being said, I think Newcastle, they blanked in their last game and then they've had a couple one goal games in a blank. So it's not like their offense is like doing super well either.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Um, okay. So that I think covers Liverpool. The other, let's see the other big games here. I do think the Burnley Brighton game is interesting because a lot of people plan to have Burnley players. Do you have anyone from Burnley, Jake?
1: No, I'm going to probably stay away from Burnley.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, Brighton, the thing with Brighton, right, is that they they haven't produced a lot offensively. And I think between that and Burnley's current defensive record leaves a lot of people kind of interested in, in pursuing them. So um, Brighton in the last four matches have only scored two goals. Um, and meanwhile burnley has kept two clean sheets over their their last four um and so i don't know i mean their expe- brighton's expected goals is only 4 over the last four matches as well um pope has a chance to win the golden glove um so again i don't, and I, you know i've talked about how i don't like drawing too many narratives right david silva's last game kdb chasing the assist record um you know pope winning the golden glove but I do think when you start to talk a little bit about some of these these awards you know less less things like oh it's david silva's last game and more things like you know pope gets can win this award which is a b- very big deal right in, in the Premier league um you know you gotta believe that the team's gonna set up to try i mean they always set up try to get a clean sheet but but you get what i'm saying right that there's there's there is an increased motivation there to try to I- ensure that the the clean sheet is kept um I was actually just listening to an interesting podcast uh, that had Ted Knutson from StatsBomb on it, and he was talking a little bit about Dyche and the way that they defend. It was actually really interesting their pressing system um, in in their defensive half. Um, they're not actually. It's a completely side note, but they're not actually like a super low two block, low block, or two block of four. A defensive team they actually um press really well compared to a lot of other teams in the league in their defensive half um they you know they just do that pressing from a deeper position kind of interesting anyways um so you but you're thinking no you're thinking no burnley players
1: Uh, yeah i I mean it's a little bit different for me because like i'm spending a transfer on it so i think it's got to be a
0: bigger deal
1: but i think if i was going to go with anybody i would just sit sit on pope and
0: that's it What if you were on a free hit?
1: Oh, I think that's it. I don't think I would go... You're not not
0: interested in, like, Bardsley or uh, Peters at, like, 4.4 defenders?
1: I I guess, like... Because then you can, like, facilitate a little bit more. Yeah, I guess I could see it. Yeah, maybe one. I don't think I double up though. I think doubling up is going to be a mistake. I think you know Brighton haven't been that good. I think Brighton get a goal.
0: Interesting, interesting. Hot take, hot take alert. Um, I think the last game you mentioned, and I agree, is Spurs versus Crystal Palace. Um, who are your kind of who would be your target guys out of those teams?
1: I'm I'm thinking Sonny Boy. I think it might be might be worth it. I mean, Kane, I think Kane's actually a decent choice as well. Um, he's been very good. And forwards, eh, a little bit harder to call this yeah. week. Yeah. So, um, there, you know, uh, Jimenez has been really good, but Chelsea's a tough matchup. And then, you know, I don't love Ings against Sheffield. Um, so that's a tougher one. Although Ings has been pretty much on fire. And then the Man United Lester game, like they're both going for it. So like Rashford and Vardy, it's gonna be hard. Um so I like a I like some differentials and I think Kane's a very safe differential.
0: Yeah. Any defenders that you like from Spurs?
1: Um, I think Aurier, Or would you stay away. I think Orier would be a good good defensive pick, and he's not super expensive.
0: Yeah. They've you know Spurs has been they've been decent um not spectacular but decent over their last uh last four game weeks um they actually have a higher expected goals conceded than i thought so they um their expected goals conceded uh is like five right now over the last four games um so i I was kind of surprised to see that number but um, yeah, they've been, they've been a little bit better. Um, I'm not exactly, you know, I know that there was some, there was, there's kind of been a formation change. Uh, I think that's been the, the biggest thing. And I do think there's, it's worth just quickly talking about like sun versus, um, Kane, uh, and which player maybe, maybe is like, is better if you're on a free hit or if you want to try to go after both. I don't, I don't know if you do, but, um, Let's just look at those two players really quickly and then we got to get into like some specific questions about the free hit so um sun recently they've pushed him a little bit further centrally uh, is my understanding um the price wise they're actually they're pretty close they're only about um, a million off the two of them um kane with the, the higher expected goals and higher expected assists um, than than sun almost almost double uh in in both categories um, but Sun with a lot more touches uh, I think that Kane tends to be kind of the finishing play whereas Sun helps advance the ball a lot more um, you know just in terms of like passes received touches in the opponent's half uh, touches in the box touches in the final third you know Sun's actually winning um, most of those battles so uh, is if you could choose either Jake is there one that you would go with if there was you know free hit or whatever
1: hmm I think if I had to pick between the two I would actually go Kane this week cuz I don't know what other forward I would really want and I think there's a lot of midfielders I'm interested in.
0: Huh. Did your um like security button just go off in the background there's some beeping.
1: Yes, that was my security
0: button. Did somebody is somebody breaking into your house?
1: My wife's leaving me cuz all I do is work.
0: And but pot. you but you work so that she can have money right yeah
1: she's going to spend it right now
0: yeah i was hoping that like a, a burglar or something was breaking in
1: yeah no you'd hear our dog she doesn't bark very much but she does bark if someone tries to break in
0: i thought somebody maybe that had bad intentions you know
1: yeah she she does not like people stepping up on our porch hmm. mailman no definitely not allowed
0: all right i was just hoping somebody was going to come and try to take your dildo collection
1: I mean, I hope they do. Uh, yeah.
0: Why? I don't know. You've, you've procured that collection for years, Jacob. Why would you want so, to lose it?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm
0: just... I've lost searched, a lot this it, week. It, I've lost so much. <laughs> <laughs> What's a dildo collection? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay, we do have like a, about like 10 or 15 questions that we should we should kind of get into here as we get towards the last third of the pod. So... Um, let's, let's get into those. I mean, so we've talked kind of about some of the, oh, let's, the last game that you mentioned, right, was, um, Brighton and, and United, or not, excuse me, Leicester and United playing against one another. They both need a a result in that match. Really hard to know how that one is going to go. Um, you know, like, does Rogers decide that they're going to kind of sit back and try to hit United on the counter? does united could ole could line up the exact same they've been doing some of that lately where they've really been absorbing pressure and then breaking out with with fernandez's ability uh to advance the ball through the midfield and then break lines into the final third um it's really hard to know how that's going to line up if you this is i think i honestly think this is the biggest question because you know you want three city players, you know you probably want two Liverpool players, um, you know you want one or two Spurs players for sure. Um, and then there's some other guys, right? Like you'd talk, maybe Ings, you know, and somebody is going to ask a question a little bit about like Antonio, you know, like players like that. And and that's most of your team. You know, maybe, maybe it's Burnley players, right? But like the big question mark for, for me is Manchester United players. Okay. Do you have Fernandez, Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, um, I I don't recommend a a defender or goalkeeper. I've been on that since the restart and it's been a disaster. So um, what do you think, Jake? uh, You know, do you, if you're on a free hit, do you use these, do you you keep these players? Do you have one? What what are your thoughts?
1: I like just Martial just because he's the Mm -hmm. farthest forward. I think that's who you stick with. It sucks because he doesn't get PKs. But I'm really worried this is going to be a tough contested game and it might just end in like that 1-1 draw. And so I'm really kind of worried that I have three Man United players and I only have two transfers. And I'm strongly considering getting rid of one, but I don't know which at this point. But I, I need to do a little digging and kind of think about it. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I, I do think that that's arguably the most challenging uh, question. I don't, I don't know. I don't really have like a, a really good feel for, for which direction to go. I, I tend to think kind of like you where like, maybe Marshall's just the way to go, even though I hate him. Um, and, or maybe, you know, Greenwood is in there as well, just due to his really low price. Um, but, you know, you, you do potentially miss out on on a big haul from a player like Fernandez. I know that he's slowed down a little bit, but still, like the guy seems to return every week.
1: Yeah, agreed. So,
0: okay, let's get into um, let's get into some some questions. So Marvin the Gooner asks, uh, better punt for the last week, David Silva or Mikal Antonio. Um. I'll just tell you, right, like looking at the two players, um, you know, obviously Silva, we like the matchup, right? I think I think the matchup is, is really good. Villa do have to get something out of the match, don't they? Is that correct yeah, to stay up? No,
1: they have to. They don't. If they both lose, Villa still stays up. But the problem is they are fighting for goal differential. And obviously if they win, they're in. Uh, unless... Watford beat Arsenal by more, which is definitely feasible. So that does worry me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But Antonio also has eight goals out of his last eight games. Although there was – did he have four goals in one game? I can't remember. Yeah. Three. yeah. yeah. So that – I think Antonio is like the better pick. Um, but it does worry me because Villa are definitely – they. I don't know if Arsenal just sucked or they looked good in that game, but Arsenal didn't even register a shot on goal, so that's a little concerning.
0: Yeah, statistically, it's not even it's not even close between the two. I mean, Antonio's like way, way beyond. Um, and part of it's the role he's playing. He's playing kind of up top by himself, and um the issue of course like Antonio's style is uh you know to kind of push balls past guys right and and beat guys on the dribble and he likes to have space to do that into um the issue of course is if Villa kind of try to bottle it all up right and make it really hard um for for West Ham to, to score um you know and and Silva I just I do think has some potential for for some scoring or for some goals you know I think especially if you can't reach for a guy like Mahrez, or if we learn that Mahrez isn't starting or something like that so um you know i would say that i think i tend to agree jake that antonio is probably the better pick um probably has more potential to score um fpl geek writes in assume i assume you will discuss free hit a lot uh but what are your thoughts on hits if not on a free hit only if it is to bring in someone you're going to captain or not at all jake what are your thoughts because you're in this situation
1: I haven't looked at it that much. I may take a hit. um, Just to kind of get some players that I think for sure are like going to do well, but uh, man, it's not something I really love to do when people are going to be free hitting and making their teams the way they want them. Um, What worries me is this is the one time I'm not happy about having three wolves players, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have to see if I can hide two of them on my bench and get rid of one maybe and make a team about it. Um I have I have a long way to go, but I think if like you're taking a hit to get like a player like Kane or a player like you know Sterling and you're going to captain him, yeah, I think it's a good idea
0: actually. Okay all right yeah don't disagree uh jamie says triple captain david silva can you think of a reason not to uh to triple captain the big d silva i need to sell Mane or bruno um he said he's not going to sell sterling or kdb who would you prefer to keep him why i'm leaning towards keeping money i agree um pps love the show fellas i don't i don't know if i would triple captain david um i, I mean i love el Mago. one of again one of my favorite players to watch i don't know um Big, big dick.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just don't know to
0: triple. Yeah, to Yeah, I just don't know why.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, it's pretty big.
0: Yeah, I just don't know why yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, sell. Yeah, big, huge dick. of yeah. those guys, but <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I keep money. That's good. Thomas, who is is your player of the season and biggest disappointment of the season? um that's kind of i guess that's kind of like an end of season question um you could do it as a warm-up to the end of season yeah okay like who's, over, who's so. your player of the season jake
1: um i didn't Tough prepare one. i didn't prepare for this um yeah. i think player of the season like does it have to be a guy on your team or can it be anyone
0: any any player yeah
1: um I am going to shout, I, you know, I think Kevin. I think, you know, that it. Kevin, Kevin was like, you know, it was amazing to me that at the beginning of the season, there was people arguing that he wasn't worth it. And I guess yeah. there was the, the problem is always the health issues. But, I mean, you and I both had him from the beginning of the season. Only I was foolish enough to get rid of him ahead of arsenal um and paid a like i I would beat you this year had i not done that um most likely unless you like really thump me this week but
0: oh i'll thump you
1: thump you it's just like what did he start at again like 9.5 and he's up to only 10.7 which is also crazy to me i don't i still don't understand that but the man is the top point point getter this season right now um just right. tied with sala who you know started the season three million more. And like you said, it's like stock options, right? So like, yeah, Kevin would have been like buying Amazon right off the bat. There you go, done, easy peasy.
0: Not, not quite, but yeah, I, we get your point. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Trent, best player for the year. Just, um, I mean, came in a, a little bit higher just in terms of, of total cost. Uh, started the year at. I think like around 6'5", maybe, right? Or something like that. But um, but really has just been incredible all year. So, I'm going to go how many
1: him. How many points did he have last year? Is there a way? Oh, 185.
0: Yeah, 185. One, so- one goal and uh, 13 assists. And this year he has four goals and 15 assists.
1: Is that is that like is this like the most points ever by a defender someone should look that up for us
0: uh I think somebody was saying online I don't know if it was Baines or somebody because he was on penalties for them um mm. when he played with with everton I believe or somebody was saying that like Trent is r- like really close like he has, he's a couple points behind going into the last game week I think if he gets a return in the last game week he'll be the most that's ever for a defender
1: I can look um, it up. I'm going to go into Baines while you do the next question. I
0: don't know if it was Baines or who it was, but somebody, I don't know. I was just guessing Baines. Um, Lundstrom's octopus says other than my three city assets and Tarkowski, all my players are playing each other. Example, Ings versus Henderson. Should I keep them in place and hedge my bets or take hits to reconstruct my team? Uh, narrow second in my main mini league need a big week. Uh, I would not take a ton of hits to blow that team up. Um, you know i think like one hit could be reasonable this week especially if you were chasing like geek said somebody that you were going to captain um, otherwise i would say uh, don't take hits to do that and you just kind of gotta like you said hedge your bets so um okay a couple more questions here fpl virgin says who are the best two non-template high upside players for game week 38. um oh that is a tough one best two non-template high upside players um I mean, I think that you could probably say like, you know, Sun is owned by 8%, you know, and Kane is owned by 12%. I wouldn't say that those right now are template players. And I do think just in terms of like potential to to score a bunch of points, um, the, those guys are probably it. There's not a lot of other players that people are really going to go after. I mean, we already talked about the West Ham situation we talked about you know kind of southampton sheffield you know i don't really know there's not a lot of other players i, I think you could some people have thrown out the idea of bournemouth because bournemouth really need to get something um and maybe going with a, a bournemouth attacker who that would be non-template at this point um but i don't know i would just lean towards the eight and twelve percent players in on spurs probably
1: do you know a lot of um, people are gonna go with a bombing
0: uh, yeah, I, I do think a lot of people are going to go with Aubameyang. He's at 22% owned. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm I not sure. Like, doesn't Aubameyang want to leave?
1: Yeah, Arsenal? that's the rumor.
0: I mean, I don't know if it's a rumor. I think it's like being talked about in the press. Like, I think yeah. Arteta said something about it the other day. Um, I don't know. It's just like, what is Arsenal? Why do they even, does the match matter for them, Jake, or no? now yeah just don't see i don't see a lot out of it but um let's see so liam wrote in uh what's your best moment of the season and what are you looking forward to most next season liam we're gonna put that on the end of season pod uh which is is coming up so i'm going to uh we're gonna skip that question Um, Sean number one said, what do you make of Grealish as a punt on a free hit with Villa needing a win and potentially needing to win by multiple goals? Uh, I don't rate him at all. Do you, Jake?
1: No, I'd stay away. I mean, he had like a nice shot once against Arsenal and I think he played a ball through. But it's just like there's so many better options that could get more returns than him. I just I would. Not, i'm not a huge fan west ham have been playing really good and if you know it was funny because the guy who is in our mini league that's tied with marco was like oh martial's a great captain choice this week after like we saw each other's captains and i was like west ham have actually been really good defensively surprisingly um right. and so that also worries me because villa aren't very good at attacking
0: yeah i, I don't so. disagree um Okay. Uh, a couple more things. Wilson writes in, is there a lesson learned this season you're taking into account for next season? Um, Virgin writes in what mistakes won't you be repeating next season? Again, I'm going to throw those guys just so you guys know onto the end of season podcast Cause I think that they're good to talk about at the end of the year talks um, to throw in asking if we should be considering the man United players. We talked a little bit about that. I think FPL geeks. another this is a good question. You know, he said Trent. like, is it stupid to sell him to use him as a cash cow for 38? Um, I think, Jake, you're probably right. You probably want to have one... We talked about this earlier, but one of the Liverpool defenders, right? Either Rabo or Trent. Um, Trent's probably better if you can get there, but, you know, Rabo's a little bit less, so... Um, All right, Jake, that's what we have for, like, questions. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about for the game week?
1: Since you ended on it, uh, it looks like Rabo is the highest-scoring FPL defender at 213 um and then trent is at oh, 209 it, so yeah it was was it
0: um last year
1: yep robbo last yeah, year i
0: forgot about that <laughs> so i wonder where baines must be up there was no, i just making that
1: 185 up? was the highest he's ever had i mean that's pretty good
0: but who's next best after robbo
1: i don't know i'd have to look into it a little yeah, bit more
0: fucking jake god damn it
1: don't worry i'll um, just stay up all day and do it
0: yeah why well, sleep when you can be awake um some random questions uh if the theme tune for your life was the song that was number one on your 12th birth birthday what would it be uh, i think bobby's just trying to figure out how old we are
1: yeah why though
0: he's trying to reverse engineer it so he can steal our identities
1: yeah, and then he's like next week gonna be like what what <laughs> like what's the name of your first pet yeah right right. he's asking all the security questions right yeah so he's
0: got our birthday nailed down he's got the name of our first pet then he's like if you were gonna pick any three numbers that were the three first three numbers of your social security and any four numbers that were the last four numbers of your social security what would they be (laughs) <laughs> if you could randomly arrange credit card numbers to enter the exact numbers that are on your credit card, what would you say they are? <laughs> Fucking Bobby. Um, who was your middle school science teacher? Just stupid questions like that. Well, I hope he steals my identity.
1: Yeah, hopefully he doesn't dis- pass me this week. That's what I'm worried uh, about.
0: Yeah. Wilson asked a good question too. Would you rather win FPL or punch Bobby Love in the face?
1: <laughs> I'd rather win FPL personally, but...
0: Yeah, the nice you thing about...
1: Then could fly there and I could have Marco punch him in the face.
0: Yeah, right. That's a, that seems fair. Yeah. Uh, winning FPL would be, would be good, be nice. Because um, we'd be richer than we already are yeah don't they do a
1: lot of interviews with you as long as you're like kind of normal i don't know i don't know how oh yes, yeah.
0: yeah they do a ton and i would be weird the whole time <laughs> like i'd be really weird about it <laughs> uh, that'd be great um okay a couple little updates as we end the pod today um we will be doing an end of season podcast so we'll do that sometime next week when the dust has finally settled a little a little bit and then we talked about it on the last pod and some people have already started helping us out with it but um somebody suggested that we do like kind of a compilation pod of all the funniest moments since we hit the 100 the 100 episode mark and it was suggested that you know we go in and we replay some of these fun moments and um my response immediately was like i don't have time to re-listen to every podcast and so uh, a bunch of listeners were like, "We got you. Like, we'll take care of that." And they started uh, writing in the episodes and the time of some of their favorite moments. Um, and so, uh, I, I have been recording all of them—the ones that that we will do. And when after we do the end of season pod, I will come out with a little compilation pod where Jake and I will um, will play back some of these moments. Some of them will just play, and some of them will play back and make some comments on. Um, I think it's going to be really fun. So if there is a moment that you love, um, that, that mentalized you that you thought was funny or stupid or embarrassing for Jake and I, um, and you're willing to, um, you know, to look that up or find it or help us out with it. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, right now we have a bunch. I'll just, I'll shoot a few of them out there. Um, episode 25, when Jake takes his minus 80 episode 31, where we, we talk about Starbucks, uh, and, and trying to get the PSL sponsorship um, episode 39, there's a, a big rant about Thanksgiving. Um, Bobby Love talked about episode I think sixty-seven, which was the chat shit get banged episode. Um, episode ninety up up the bum no babies. Okay, good one. Um, Jake's first first sex sound that he makes is made on in episode sixty-four. Uh, Bobby Love gets called a rat bastard in episode forty-one. Um, Jake suggests that he would stab monkeys in episode fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh uh jake gets marco's or marco gets jake a birthday present in in episode 43 um and in episode 44 marco announces sponsorship from a gambling alcohol dildo conglomerate <laughs> man you'd think that this is not an fpl podcast wouldn't you
1: yeah I don't, i don't know what to think anymore
0: no. Um all right, well, if you have any others, I know that some people are doing it on Slack. I haven't even dug through that yet. So if you have others, please feel free to share them and I'll that'll take some time to get together, but I'll I'll organize all that. Um Jake, anything else you wanted to add before we go into the last game week of the year?
1: Nope. I gotta get some sleep.
0: Okay. I'm i so, I'm so sorry, Jake, that we made you stay up to do this. Nah. And by sorry, I by sorry I mean not sorry at all. I really don't care about your well being. <laughs> thanks or, i get to
1: watch the ma- oh no i don't get to watch the game sunday maybe i do I gotta work
0: yeah, yeah I your, your life is really you gotta sort some shit out <laughs> yeah all right uh let's get out of here uh i'm marco and i'm jake and remember you should die